Happy freaking Friday. Oh my gosh, I'm ready for the weekend. It's been a long week and the fires have been pretty bad here in the valley. The weather, the weather, the smoke has been horrible. So I am looking forward to getting out of town next week. But uh, yeah, welcome to the Vanguard Project. This is a, uh, a listener-driven segment called Musings of a Madman, where uh, I share some things that I've learned throughout the week, uh, talk about a couple different updates, some shenanigans ongoing, and uh, prepare you guys for what comes next. So let's get after it. Okay, I love that intro music. It's so fun. I don't even know why I like it so much, but it's really cool. Anyways, uh, a couple things I want to talk to you guys about today. Number one, I'm super excited because I am website challenged. I don't even know how websites are supposed to work, what the hell a domain and whatnot is, but I finally pulled the trigger and got my own website entirely set up. So if you look uh, www.vanguardstories.com, you'll find my website. And I have done my due diligence to make it nice and pretty for you all. I've got, you know, all of the, it's got the little RSS feed set up so you can go check out any episode you would like. Um, it's got my uh, blog, which is currently in the progress or process, progress, process, either or of being built out. There are two blog posts out there I would love for you to go take a look at. One of them is uh, really just the inaugural post talking about really what it means to be genuine from my perspective. And then the second one is uh, something that we're going to talk a little bit more uh, here in a little bit. But before we get into that, I would love, love, love for you guys to do a few things for me. One, hit up the shop. See if you can't find something you can't live without and uh, pick it up. Then tag me in it on social media. Would love to see you guys doing out your crazy thing. Second, please take a moment to uh, like, subscribe, and review the podcast. If you like it, if you hate it, if you love it, let me know. I, the feedback goes such a long way, so your guys' continued support there has been amazing. Okay, do it, get her done. Please, hugely appreciate it on both fronts. Moving forward, last weekend was so much fun. So last weekend, my buddy uh, and I went out scouting, and he drew a tag. Oh, God, he got... Look, you fucker, he got both a deer, a deer tag and an elk tag. And so we went out scouting for deer and ended up pretty much just finding elk country. It was hilarious. So we got up. It was so much fun because I don't know. I'm going to try not to give away where we went because I feel like that might be a no-no. And just for the record, I'm still pretty new to I'm very freaking fresh to hunting. So... Regardless, we got up late on Friday night after work. We got up on top of the mountain. We got up near a fire lookout, hiked around a little bit. We saw the sunset. It was super romantic, not broke back, but it was a lot of fun. And I winded down my buddy with some really awesome steaks and food and whatnot. And we found a dry wallow, which I didn't even know was a thing. But we were out hiking around that night when we got up. And, uh, you know, we were, he was out there with a huge, like fucking flashlight, like this thing. I mean, you could see it from space. And so we were out walking around and uh, he was pointing out a couple different areas and we saw some pretty fresh tracks, some dry wall or dry wallows, like pretty big or, or pr- several 
God, what are they? Like, they're not bedding areas, but they're a little wall, like the wallow rounds. I don't even know. I feel very slow right now. I just got done doing an interview, which was so much fun. And it's 10 o'clock and it's been a great week and it's been a long week. So it was super cool because then that night, I didn't hear this because I was dead to the world, but my buddy was like, I couldn't sleep the night that night because I heard like a fucking bull out in the distance, like huffing and puffing. And then something wandered through camp and he thought it was his time that like a bear was going to come up and eat him like a taco. And uh, he was like, something came through and was just ripping grass up in the middle of camp. And uh, so we ended up setting up a game cam that next day after hiking around for a little while. Um, we didn't see anything while we were out and about other than a couple coyotes. Uh, but then, so my buddy was like, Hey, I don't want to just turn and burn, like put you out, but like, I've got a couple areas. If you want to go check them out, I'm like, fucking load them up. Let's get out of here and go have some fun. And so we ended up driving down going like two and a half hours, like North. And I, I did not realize how big Idaho was. Like I've driven the length basically, or the height of Idaho, more or less. But, you know, when you're on the highway, it's definitely different than when you're driving through, like, fucking backcountry because I did not realize how big Idaho really is and how remote you can get very quickly because we ended up driving up and over. It's called Steel Mountain, and I just it, it amazes me how steep the country was, how big the mountains were, and just like how dark the timber can get so quickly. And I mean, we drove up, I don't know what the elevation was. I want to say like 9,000 feet, but I'd have to go triple check the map. But it's just ridiculous because like, if you think about hunting in an area like that, one, you've got to have legs of steel that like don't even know what fatigue is because it's fucking vertical. But then also you've got to have like boots that are like iron because if you roll your ankle, I mean, or fall, you're not stopping on the way down. And uh, it was really cool. We didn't see anything on our way up, but man, it was just the coolest country. I wish that I would have stopped and take taken some pictures because it was just remarkable. Like I would love to take a quad up there just to go, you know, do it again because it put my, you know, my, my truck had to do a little bit of work getting up around there. So it was super cool. Uh, that was a lot of fun, but then we ended up getting back up and over the mountain and had lunch in town. Um, and my buddy was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. And I was like, dude, I don't fucking blame you because it's a lot of work. Um, a little dangerous. I was like, if you did decide to do it and needed somebody to go with you, like I'm all for it. Like, I think it would be, it would suck, but it would be kind of fun. You know, I mean, it'd be a really good learning experience and you definitely earn, earn your meat, which would be a lot of fun. Um, so then that next morning, or I guess that afternoon, uh, we drove into, uh, back basically into the Valley. So into the Boise, kind of the treasure Valley area. And we ended up staying out in, uh, one spot that was quite a bit closer. And, uh, we hiked around a little bit that night, um, just trying to see if we couldn't find anything. And we really didn't find any fresh tracks or fresh scatter, anything that really indicated, the presence of deer, which is crazy because I think it was in March when I was out that general direction. I mean, it was like, I mean, you could throw a rock and hit a bedding area, a deer in the morning, right? I'm assuming because I was out a little bit later and didn't see anything, but like, it was just insane that there was nothing out there. But where this story is going, one, not only was it a ton of fun, um, walking around and kind of just seeing the country and kind of really learning because my buddy actually took the time to share a lot of information that he's got as far as, you know, understanding fresh tracks, direction of tracks, 
um, whether or not it's a bull, whether or not it's, you know, a cow, a doe, right? Basically helping identify based off of the track depth, um, really what the sex of the animal is and whatnot. So that was actually a lot of fun. I feel like I learned a lot. But the most interesting thing, you know, all of it was interesting. But I think the one thing that I really took away that um, is, is, a, is a significant skill is uh, stalking. Uh, stocking up on an animal. So my buddy, my buddy loves bow hunting. And so he and I were sitting up glassing up this one, um, is really big, like not necessarily ridge, but there were several bulls and valleys around and drainages. And so we were sitting on this one spot and, um, excuse me, he walks up and sits down next to me and he goes, okay, since you're new to this, right, let's, let's, let's talk about how you would sneak up or stock up on, on a buck. So imagine, um, I'm going to paint the picture for you because this is the blog post. So the ridge that we're sitting on is kind of center to a lot of different area, right? So a lot of different land. So off to the right um, is where the trail comes in and there's a really big opening that stretches out. I don't know. I think it's probably, probably 200 yards back into another drainage. And then if I remember right, there was two drainages that we could see into a pretty big mountain, mountain hill, whatever you want to call it, um, across the way that was probably seven or 800 yards out. Um, right in front of us, just off to the right, was a small little mound that was only, you know, 100 yards high and maybe 100 yards away, 80 yards away. Directly in front of us um, was another, um, like, mountain. They're not really mountains, but like a hill. Um, like the foothills. Um, and then right behind that, another drainage. And then just off to the left was another valley that stretched out for a little ways. And so we're sitting on this little peak and my buddy's like, okay, picture this. Um, there is a, a buck midline directly in front of us, right? So on that one little hill, um, tell me how you would go stock up on it. And I was like, okay, so I sat there for a second. I'm like, well, this is actually pretty easy. Like I would, I would side hill it down to the left, right? Kind of just move along, move along the hill. Then I would cross back over to where, uh, the mountainside or the hillside that he's on. And I would sneak up behind him from there and take him that way. And uh, my buddy was like, Hey, in, in nicer words, uh, you're wrong. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, like how, how would you do it? Because this is something like, I don't, I don't fucking know. I've never done this. I've never had to do it. I don't even know what to think about. And he was like, okay, I would go instead of going the left, like you said, which sure you could try, but not going to work. Um, I would drop off to the right, right. And I would go just straight down to the bottom of the Valley. And I would take the longest possible way you can think of to get there. He was like, I would drop down to the right. I would come up um, use natural, the natural, um, I guess the natural land to curve back up over the hill. That's just to our right. And I would side hill it all the way up back over and down. And I would come up the opposite side, that drainage behind the buck, uh, on the hill that he's on. And I would start to come up over that Ridge and come up from the top down on him. And he's like, the reason I would do that one is, um, I would make sure that I would, I would go the direction that he's, or, um, pay attention to the direction that he's feeding. So that way, if he does move, he's not moving into me. Um, I would contemplate the time of day because that will dictate how the, um, 
the wind is going to be moving so that way he can't catch my scent and then in addition to that i'm going to move in a way that won't let him see me so i'll stay out of his line of sight because then i would sneak up over the top i would catch him broadside and then i would be able to harvest that way and i was like holy shit i never would have thought about any of those things so it was a lot of fun to kind of sit there and think about something like that because i've never done it right i mean i've i've sat there and i've glassed up deer i mean when i was up at uh you know my two weeks ago three weeks ago whenever it was that i was out you know i sat and i glassed up three different deer and they just sat there and looked at me like i was an idiot and i looked at them like they were an idiot it was a great little conversation we had um and so it was just kind of fun because going forward you know as i'm out and about i'm gonna have to start thinking about these things particularly if i want to be a successful bow hunter. So if any of you guys out there are ninjas, you know, I've got a couple other friends that I really need to sit down with. I just haven't made the time to, um, to learn because I, I would love to do it. And, you know, it's just one of those things that like, I've been practicing with my bow a lot lately and it's just been tough or it's, it's going to be tough. I know it's going to be tough to get out there, but I, I am willing to learn and I've got a pair of good legs, so just fucking let's get after it. So hit me up because I want to I want to get her done. But um, before I move on from that, I'm gonna do my my shameless plug because it's so funny because we got up there camping right. So we made breakfast or we made lunch basically right. We got up at five o'clock in the morning on Saturday and started hiking around and got back around I don't know eleven. So we made some food. And when I was getting everything all prepped, all the food kind of bought and everything, my wife was like, you should get more, you know, than just chorizo. Because what if, what if you don't, cause like, I'm kind of weird when it comes to like sausagey stuff, like it's the texture, texture of sausage sometimes throws me for a loop, like particularly on pizza. Like this is so random, but like, I don't like sausage on pizza. And so we cooked up some of this chorizo, which I know is not sausage, but kind of depending on how you cook it, it could be the texture, right? And oh my God, we cooked up some of this mountain primal, um, uh, chorizo is so fucking good. Oh my God. Like we had that with, um, hash browns and yeah, I was, I was legitimately a happy camper. So I need to get some more. So Roger, if you're listening, be looking for me, but if you guys need some, Mountain Primal stuff, Mountain Primal meats, whatever, if you're getting steaks or the fuel sticks or chorizo or sausages, or I've got pork in the freezer right now that I need to go figure out how I'm going to prep and cook, use code Vanguard for 15% off uh, your first order. And they're really sweet. They're awesome. Those folks are remarkable human beings. And I'm going to digress into another shameless plug. As you guys, I'm hoping have learned, heard, learned, um, I've been partnering with Everly Stock. I started a partner with Everly Stock. I have had a relationship with these guys for several years now. Um, they were early adopters of some of the shenanigans I was finding myself in uh, when I was doing my long-range competition shooting, and um, over the years have really built an awesome relationship with them. And when I started the podcast, they have been just a really big source of information, um, you know, relationship sharing, um, tactics, all of just this stuff as far as how to successfully launch, maintain, and grow. Um, 
really a small business. That's kind of what this is. And so uh, I partnered with them a couple of weeks ago in an official capacity with the, the podcast. And so I ran out and I picked up one of their Vapor 2500s. It's their ultra lightweight hunting packs um, because I wanted something that I could attach to my hunting frame, my pack frame, and still carry like first aid kit, snacks, and all that shit, right? And I was really happy. Like it was the perfect size, perfect weight to carry just a little bit of stuff throughout the day. And, uh, I loved it. So give them a call. Uh, let them know that Austin from the Vanguard project sent you badger them a little bit, get your set up because I'm willing to bet those things are going to sell out. I mean, that's pure speculation, but given just how awesome they are and how much they've been pushing them and the fact that hunting season is like fucking tomorrow, basically, um, check them out. Um, but I'm going to move on and continue with the bow shenanigans. Um, I am super excited because I've been practicing as much as I possibly can um, to prepare for the total archery challenge um, coming up. I'm going to Park City next week, I think. Yeah, next week, which I'm really excited about. So from what I understand, park the total archery challenge is literally just like you wandering around. BSing with a bunch of people, making a bunch of friends, losing a bunch of arrows, trying to shoot in between the trees like freaking Neo from the Matrix. And so I'm really excited. I've been practicing quite a bit. Um, I went out the other day. I saw Mr. Soren has been doing his uh, like first thing in the morning shoot to eat challenge, which I need to try. I shot my bow once this morning, but I was kind of, I should, I should have just been on the road ready to go to work. And so, um, so I've been practicing for that. I'm probably going to go to the 3d range probably on Saturday. So if anybody is in the Boise area and has listened to this, send me a message on the Instagrams and we'll collaborate on a time because, uh, it's always fun to go with more people. But what is interesting about this total archery challenge is that I am staying in a hostel, which I have never done before. Because my cheap ass doesn't want to pay for a fancy hotel. So we're going to see how that goes. Fun fact, I am a super germaphobe. I don't like when people touch my stuff. Just like in general. Like even at work. Like I don't want you to touch my desk. I don't want to touch my keyboard. And for the love of God, do not touch my coffee cup. And I'm sure if anybody of you are listening and see me, you can think of about a billion different ways to give me a hard time. So we're going to see how this goes. This just might push me a little bit. But we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm really excited. It's like a seven-hour drive, five-hour drive from Boise to Park City. So we're going to be killing a couple books, maybe some other podcasts. I just talked to um, Luke from uh, Gladiators uh, Unfiltered, which I'm really excited to share with you guys because that guy is my hero now like i literally just met him and like i would 100 percent go sit down and just hang out at this guy's house he'd probably get annoyed because he'd be like fucking leave dude it's midnight i'm tired of talking to you but he's a super cool dude so i would strongly suggest bouncing over there if you want to hear some crazy stories but i think the last thing i have to share with you guys today is um kind of just a funny story do you guys know how many times i have to practice an introduction before i start to record it's ridiculous. Like I literally, I literally, if I don't practice it, not only will I sound like an idiot, which I'm sure I do half the time anyways, but like, I would never stop talking. I would literally be like, okay, this is who I'm talking to. This is why we're talking. This is because I, this is this other thing. This is why I like this. Thing. And then, you know, it'd be 45 minutes later and this individual probably wouldn't have said anything, but it is insane how much practice I have to put in to the introduction so that it's concise 
makes sense and actually seems like a relatively natural handoff when it is the most artificial thing ever because otherwise like i said i just i just want to stop talking so yeah that's all i got um next week we've got a couple really cool guests um they're different from what we've done so far We've got Mr. Mr. William Jinks, who is a knife maker extraordinaire out of Boise as well. He came over, and this guy, super cool dude, great story, Marine Corps vet, makes awesome knives, has found himself in some crazy, crazy shenanigans. So I, I'm really looking forward to his story getting published. And then the next one is uh, is hailing back to the uh, the security days, more or less, with the uh, rock stars as we talked to Mehdi Rabi. And this guy, again, I, I can't even tell you. Everybody I talk to is just remarkable. They're all amazing human beings, and they just have such cool stories and great information to share. So look forward to those next week, and uh, be sure to like, subscribe, review, share with your friends, send me an email, hit the website up, right? I want this thing to just explode and uh, keep in contact because I love talking to everybody. And uh, if you need anything, hit me up. I do my best. I might be a little bit slow to get back to some of you, but let's tackle it. Y'all have a great weekend, and uh, we'll catch you next time.